Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, sports fans, to another sode of the Charity Stripe Podcast, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network, the number one sports podcast network in Los Angeles. For those listening at home, on the road, in the air, or in the water, do you believe? We have an amazing show for you guys today. Lamorne Morris joins us. You guys know him from New Girl and a whole lot other. So tuck it into your waistband, buckle up, because here we go. Three, two, one. We're back. We sitting here. I supposed to be the franchise player. We in here talking about practice. back baby it's the charity stripe hit your free throws because they free sewed 178 coming hotter at you guys and sewed 177 and i'm flanked on my right by defensive coordinator alex toss me the rock to Sopolis. offensive coordinator nikki snacks Kaida. could not be here today we mentioned it on the big 12 preview um i was actually i think it's my fault i was gassing him up but Nick couldn't be here today, and I don't want people to be at home and alarmed because it's not serious, but he did one of those things where he holds his breath for too long, just trying to show off, and he passed out. And so now he has to spend the night at the hospital, and he, he, he'll be okay. But he'll be, it's not alarming, but he just was trying to show off Extreme the lightheadedness was yeah, the was the, was the, was the diagnosis, yeah. yeah. But nothing else, no stitches, no concussion, so he's good to go. He'll be back tomorrow. He's just getting replenished with some electrolytes. Right. And nothing like a good old IV sometimes to really wake no. you up and get you back going. But we do have Lamorne Morris with us on the show today. He is here and ready to party. Um, you guys know him from New Girl as Winston Bishop, mm-hmm. an amazing TV show. And he was you were just in yesterday. Yesterday. I was in yesterday the other day. The other day. Yeah, yeah dog. Amazing stuff. Day. And so he joins the show with us today. Really excited to have him. Thank we're going to get into your acting career down the road, but this is a sports show. So mm-hmm. we'll kick it off with some sports stuff. You are a Cavs fan. You were first a Bulls fan, but generally you consider yourself a LeBron James fan. What about LeBron James do you love so much and why have you chosen to follow him into the dark like a lemur <laughs> off the cliff? Look, first of all, not off the cliff. Okay. There's no way. Mm-hmm. The cliff is the cliff is flat. It's a flat surface. Okay. And actually, it's going uphill. Yeah. All right. You know what I mean. So it's not a cliff. This is a fucking climb. Okay. I'm following him. I'm following him on his ascent mm-hmm. to the top, mm-hmm. Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Shoe game. He's got the best shoe game. You know. So, ah, looking at your shoes right now, dude. The, the Soldier Ten Game Sevens. How is your shoe game? Uh, epic. Really? Yeah. Do you get the new Kyrie SpongeBob's? Do you touch those? Were you into those? No. 
Not for you. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) Fair enough. I just don't have him. Uh, My shoe game is pretty decent, man. But no, the reason why I'm a LeBron fan is uh, he's just great. He's just great. When I was, you grew up a Bulls fan, and then Michael Jordan retires, Mm -hmm. and you're kind of going, what the fuck am I going to look at now? Pete Myers, you know, a bunch of bums. No disrespect to all the players that played. It was like Michael Jordan dominated for so long. That was must-see TV. Mm -hmm. And then once it goes away, you hear about this high schooler. You know, 14 years old, he's really good. He's 15, he's even better. And then he's getting in trouble because he's so good that he's taking gifts. And I go, who's taking gifts in high school? And he's on the cover. I'm like, oh my God, cover Sports Illustrated. And I started following his games. Um, and he's that good. And, and not only was he that good in high school, he lived up to it in the NBA, which is a, a rare thing, yeah. you know, for all those, uh, you know, Eddie Curry fans out there. Oh. You know, if you're a fan, you know, he never really mount, mounted to anything. But it happens all the time. Tommy Brown, Tommy Brown, Brown, even Andrew he, Wiggins right now, exactly. who's supposed to be the next LeBron, yeah. or like Jabari Parker, who's supposed to be the next big thing. Exactly. These things don't happen often. You know, even Kobe, when he came in the league, took a few years to develop. Mm-hmm. LeBron came in out the gate, you know, game one, dropped 25 against a great Kings team. Right. So mm-hmm. you go, this guy, and ever since then, he's just been exceeding expectations, you know. And, and not even being the next Mike, but being the just first, first LeBron. LeBron. Yeah, exactly. which is really impressive. Exactly. Right? So I think Kobe, why. like for a while, tried to model his game after Mike, tried yeah, to be the next Mike. Be, yeah. And then he was like, well, I got to figure out my own thing, which he did. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. but I think that, that's why I'm a you know, LeBron fan. He's just that good. Yeah, he's a magical player. And what he does to a team and an organization, he just mm-hmm. completely flips it on its head. So you now he's in Los Angeles. Yep. So you, you've followed him here. You'll be rooting for the Lakers. One hundred. Oh, he followed me here. Let's be clear. Yep. That's I've a good point. Oh, you've, you've good been point. here longer. I've been here for twelve years. Damn. So LeBron has. Josh, to pay we've up. been here longer than LeBron has. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> wow. LeBron yeah. technically followed us here too. One hundred percent. Yeah. He has to well, pay we, a tax. We, we followed Lamorne. Mm-hmm. We and did. then LeBron followed up. Yep, everybody yeah. knows it. Yeah. That's how it went. Yep. Yeah, but yeah. on the is- ascend, not to the lemur cliff. We mm-hmm. all followed each other uphill. Uphill. Because we're, we're I mean, a positive, he, we're a positive exactly. trio today. Yes. <laughs> he can yeah. also positivity. very much carry all of us on his back. He's so Literally. strong. He's so strong. He's a really really strong guy. So yeah. you 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 have no regrets. I kind of know what the answer is going to be after kicking it with you for a couple minutes before mm-hmm. the show and during the show, right, for these mm-hmm. past seven minutes. But you have no regrets leaving the Cavs in the, in the dust. What what what, is, what was the team you name again? The Cleveland Cavaliers. Who? I've literally never heard of them. Yeah. Okay. So they don't. It's just. Yeah. It's like <laughs> kick thank rocks, you. Kick rocks, assholes. Kick rocks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm stealing that line. <laughs> if if someone cuts me off again yeah. and tosses car, oh uh, yeah, because that's like the best. Thing. I don't have a car. Out here. So I lift an Uber, which is fine. Mm-hmm. I make a lot of new friends. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to pretend to be other people that you're, yeah, we just had the guy, the last guest we had, we, they opened for Walk the Moon. And it's so funny mm-hmm. because that's my celebrity uh, guy who I say I am is the lead singer of Walk the Moon. Oh, because yeah. no one would ever question it. And I can <laughs> sing, sing moderately well enough that they'll put it on for a five minute really? ride and trick them. Yeah, Let's for sure. Somebody. What? Let's hear something. Shut up and dance. I just, I just squared it. That's yeah, they terrible. get it. No, it wasn't terrible. It was soft and sultry. Yeah. And then the, 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 the they're driving. They don't have time to look it up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? You're and calling dudes to squirt. That's good. Yeah, Lamorne is wet as hell right now. <laughs> Did someone get him a, a, a napkin or Not like a, napkin. a paper he, towel? He, he like a curtain. Curtain. <laughs> a shower <laughs> curtain. We have a shower curtain right there. I think you couldn't tell. <laughs> Damn it, a squeegee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, oh man, oh man. But yeah, so basically, I'm just gonna call when if I, if I get pulled over mm-hmm. and toss his car or someone cuts me off, then they won't. They'll just trace it back to you, honestly. So I, it's not my oh, car. Yeah. I can be scout for features. Yeah, they probably take it away. It's you. 
Mm-hmm. You Registered think, to you. You think we look alike? Similar features. We've gotten brothers <laughs> Similar before. features. Similar. Yeah, like 50-50 kind Sim- of. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. Similar. We're both white. Yeah. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we both have noses. Yeah. yeah. You know, all your teeth, I think. Do you go I to so. do you go to a lot of sporting events? I do. I uh, basketball. When it's when it's basketball season, I try to get to as many games as possible. This year, this past year has been difficult, seeing mm-hmm. as how there's a ten thousand person waiting list for Lakers yeah. season tickets. This coming year is going to be even tougher. Oh my! I mean, Clippers are going to be. It's like it's going to be so difficult. But I still, luckily, you know, can catch a few games. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to my first hockey game ever. Did you, you love it? it was, uh, I did. I did. It was the Canucks versus the Avalanche. I want to say yeah. Colorado. Nope. North Carolina. Carolina uh, Hurricanes. 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 There we go. Hurricanes. Whatever. It was a storm. The North Carolina Avalanche. Avalanche. Yeah. Hurricanes. <laughs> thunder. I don't fucking know. The, twist, the <laughs> hockey twisters. Games, hockey games yeah. are fun though. Windy drafts. Uh, uh, hockey games are really. Oh fun. my god! It was so much. A fun. fight broke out. I was like, "Yo, this is going down." Yeah. Um, it was great though. It was great. Really cold. Yeah, because you did. You were in Vancouver. I was in Vancouver, and then yeah. you went to the game there, yeah. presumably. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you. You. He was in Vancouver. They were playing there, but they had another game. Then yeah. he went. You wanted to go check out Carolina yeah. and, and see what's up there. <laughs> Understandable. Um, but hockey people just totally underestimate the sport, us included. We that's mm. the only sport we don't cover on the show. Well, I mean, I see why. Yeah, it's like a lot. Everyone's Russian. I can't really keep up yeah, with the names. So many Shishnishnikovs. Yeah, the Kovs, <laughs> the Czechies. We yeah. learn about it sometimes, though. We do a segment called Frozen Four where we learn four things about hockey Oh wow! on the show. So it's just to kind of keep us light and sprite and keep us honest. Well, I'll tell you what. I almost I, I would have played hockey. I was in high school, yeah. and, uh, and I, I found the, the sport fascinating. I went to high school. I was born and raised in the south side of Chicago. And then I moved to the Burbs when I was in high school, right? Mm-hmm. And then everybody played hockey, all white dudes, right? So yeah. They were like hockey, hockey. I was like, all right, let's fucking play hockey. <laughs> you know, I got hit in the balls with the with the uh, with the, with the, the stick. Oh, the Ooh. stick by this guy named Matt Cam. Now Matt Cam was like Junior Olympics. He's a big dude, so he played hockey for real. <laughs> and he just comes and swings, and it. I till this day feel like, and there are some women out there who could who could testify to this. Feels like I have three balls. Oh, I think one of them was split in two. So when you feel around there, you you know, I checked it. It's not cancer. That's good. good. That's good. good. Checked it. Uh, it's Go a, get checked. It's added, if you te- guys. It's added testicle. You have okay. three testicles because of Matt. I have, like, I have like I have one and then two halves. Point five and a, yeah, two halves. Like one and two nubs. Right. Yeah. It's like somebody would like split it in two. Yeah. Is Matt Cam in the NHL right now? What's, I have what's no he up to? What's I don't know. Probably hurting people. Yeah, yeah. dude. That's such a violent guy. Really? No, no that was a nice guy. Probably a nice guy. Probably, <laughs> it's like, sorry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> really nice guy. He felt super bad about it. Dude, everybody and their yeah. mother played their dad. My, my buddies in Chicago would be like, yeah, I'm going to go play hockey with my dad this weekend, which yeah. is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> is so, I can never imagine. Like, me and my dad are tight. I can never imagine. Like, yo, man, you want to go lace some lace up some skates yeah. and, and hit the river? I heard it's, fro- <laughs> I heard it's frozen. frozen. I've, I've whittled this stick for you and I. Gosh. That's a happy Father's Day. <laughs> In the middle of the summer. <laughs> Playing hockey. So you played, but you played basketball. Basketball, yeah. That's okay. my sport of choice. Yeah. Were you good? I was decent. You know, I was good up until I realized everybody else was better. Meaning, I had my group of friends that I played basketball with, right? Yeah. And I dominated them. Yeah. And they can all they can all testify to that. And don't fucking lie, you pieces of shit, and say <laughs> you were better than me because we all know the truth. I'm talking yeah. to you. I'm gonna just start naming names. Name them. Yeah, Cossum, 
Peter, Pistol. Alex, Chris, both Chris's. You know what I mean? Yeah. Cossum's an interesting name. Cossum. I like that you led with that one. Chris always talked a big game, but well, he, never had, he never had the skill. Chris never had the skill. No way. But the thing about Cossum is that Cossum was a, a runner, right? You know, cross country. He was, yeah. I mean, he's a tall guy. He's pretty tall. No, he's my height. And, you know, now he's in politics and he came to visit the other day. So he's like, this is, you know, like very like astute individual. And he's like, you know, he, you know, he has affected almost. Yeah. He has this air about him now. Yeah. You know, that, ha- that happens in D.C. sometimes. Right. He came back, came to my house to visit and I have a court in my backyard and we played one on one for old time's sake. He beat me. Oh, but damn. We played dude. three games. He beat me two out of three games. And it hurt me because the last one was so close and I was so tired. I, to be fair, I just left the gym and I, was, I had leg day. Oh, <laughs> But he beat me and I want a rematch. And I honestly, I didn't want to hurt him because I know he had a debate coming up. Yeah. Um, and he won the primary. But I, I didn't want to hurt he, what's him. What's he running for? Uh, Senate, Virginia. Really? Yeah. Damn. And so I. You don't want to hurt him physically or emotionally. Right. Because that will affect his performance when he's trying to help our great nation. Politics is honestly a mental game. 100%. Almost like sometimes, honestly, sometimes I would say a physical ailment could help. So you probably should have broken a knee. I should have broken a knee. So if he came in with crutches, that really would have helped. Not that's that he true. really needed the help because he won the he won the, the debate yeah. in the primary. So that's good. But yeah, you can't really go around emotionally scarring people. But he beat you. He beat me, dude. That I'm sucks. Not lie, he beat me. But God, he's never gonna play you again. He's just gonna hold that yeah, over your head. No, he will. Because now I'm familiar with his moves. Now yeah. you're back now at now it. I'm, you can train. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna do leg day that day. In fact, I'm not gonna work out at all that day. That's, that's smart. Yeah. You know what I mean. How's the court in your backyard? Nice, <laughs> beautiful. Really? Was it was it actually kind of a, a gritty battle? I can imagine like not playing one of my like really close friends, mm-hmm. and then ten years later, exchanging oh, yeah. pleasantries, being very very cordial with each other, and oh, then just yeah. getting on the court and like elbowing each other. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. You know the interesting thing about it, he was telling me about a dude he beat. Right? He said, "Oh, this is guy who lives in D.C. He's like younger, taller, stronger, yeah. and I beat him first game eleven to one." I was like, damn, that guy took an ass whooping. Well, that's not going to happen to me. First game we played, he beat me 11 to 1. Damn. And I was like, what the fuck? So I played again. Oh. I beat him 11 to 1. Okay. And payback's a bitch. Then yeah. the third game, I went up 7 to 2. And I was like, this ball game. It's a wrap. To be fair, as a, as a dare to myself, I told him I'm only going to shoot from one spot on the court. And I did about five, six feet from behind the three-point line. Bro. <laughs> and that's what I did. And then I just started, I had a streak of misses. You haired it. And then he just won. Yeah, man. Bullied me inside. You, 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 I'm a big smack talker. Mm-hmm. I'm actually one of the biggest smack talkers in the game. Cause, well, in physical, I know I'm, I, I suck at basketball. Okay. Well, I, I, I mean, I have like the hand eye of somebody without hands or eyes. That's just, <laughs> the, that's like the, the simple case right there. Yeah, honestly. But know your role. You know? I, I'm, a, I'm aggressive. Okay. I've, I'm very, very, Toss, you can attest to this. Clutch is what he was supposed to say. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. I'm, if I need to hit the big shot, I will. But other than that, I really won't but, shoot. But he also should never be but, taking the big shot. Right. If you're trash, how, is, how does it ever come to a big shot? I would it never I would, would yeah. tell you to feel my veins, but I don't want you to get frostbite. Because and then and then have to like okay. then have to like deal with a lawsuit because that would be well, that would ruin our friendship. Josh is Honestly, a great. Would. He's a great passer. Oh yeah. He's, a great, he's got great court vision. 
Yeah. Well, he doesn't have the ball handling to execute <laughs> any of what he wants to I, do. Not, I can't go left. He sees it well. He'd be a great coach. Yeah. He'd be a great I'm coach. like the Zoolander of basketball. I, there's uh, no left for me. No left for you. <laughs> None. None whatsoever. I, 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 I cannot go left, to say the least at all. Um, but it's a fun – I mean, honestly, basketball, it's become – one of my favorite sports to follow. So you were never a big football guy. No bears for you. No, no baseball. Broke my collarbone playing football younger. Oh, and God, that so, sucks. That's yeah. a terrible injury. Yeah. When I watch football, to this day, when I watch football, every time someone gets hit, I I flinch a little bit because mm-hmm. I remember how hard I, I, I took a hit to mm-hmm. break my collarbone. Yeah. And I can't do it. Like, I just can't you're, watch it. Were you young when that happened? I was young. I was really young. I was like 11 or yeah. 12 or something like oh. that. And I just remember being, in, and I wasn't even playing in pads. We were just playing across the street from my house at this park. Mm. And I remember diving to tackle somebody. And as I was diving to tackle somebody, somebody else was coming to hit me to not tackle him. Block. And he just cracked me. And I landed while I was being cracked at the same time. It was like my shoulder hit the ground at the same time he hit my shoulder. And Ugh. it just went... Was it your buddy Cassim? No, it wasn't that okay. son of a bitch. No, it was Matt Cam. <laughs> <laughs> There's a guy named Jonathan Harrell. Who's Jonathan? Dude, you were good with your old time names, brother. Yeah, man. Yeah, Damn. shout out to Jonathan Harrell. And uh, for breaking your for breaking my collarbone and building but, some character, honestly. Well, here's the worst part about it: Go. is that across the street, my uncle. Now, my family's from Belize, so my uncle he's sitting on the on the porch watching the game, and I and I'm crying, mm-hmm. like I'm literally broken and I'm walk across the street going help help and he's like he's like why stop being a pussy not, <laughs> and he takes my arm and yanks it down oh. and makes it worse he thought it was like out of socket or yeah, something like that like and just pop it back you. in dude like yeah. what's with that I what's with that generation of men doing that I don't to know people? It's like what are you talking about do you I'm walking around with now I, I feel like I walk around with a weird lump on my arm it's because of him that's not how you heal people. No, dude. You take them to the doctor. Thank like, you. You have a license. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And the and then when I was nine years old, I broke my foot. And I, I come upstairs. I'm like, Dad, I broke my foot. He's like, oh, which foot? I'm like, my right one. He goes, lay down on the couch like I was going to be a doctor. Like, let me check it out. This is what he does to me. And he he starts taking my foot. He's like, all right, how does this feel? How does that feel? <laughs> and like ranking it back and forth. It's like, <laughs> dude, I like not hindsight 2020. I should have called Child Protective Services. Yeah, he should lock him up. I should have brought the hammer down on that man. He's walking around free as a bird. I know. Are you walking around limping? Yeah, he's like the O.J. Simpson of Long Island, honestly. <laughs> there's, like, there's like 15 instances that I have from high school of the trainer, the mm-hmm. high school trainer being like, no, nah, you're fine. It's just like a little sprain or something like that. But he's the and high then, school trainer. Like, Why are we really trusting him? Because he's a trainer. Yeah, but he's Who like else are we going to trust? He's not who, a, who if he was a really good trainer, he would be the college trainer. Who else oh, do we have to trust? No, I totally, I totally agree. Trainer Matt probably was never that qualified. No. But people are going to believe him over their, over me. I'm yeah. not qualified to say anything, so Absolutely I'm not going to say not. anything. Absolutely uh, not. Right? Yeah. That's true. We had a trainer in uh, in high school track, when I ran track, this guy named Flip. And, and real story, Flip died three times from head injuries and came back to life. So Flip would do pole vaulting. <laughs> and imagine being 15 feet in the air, however long, however high in the air, and then falling and then missing the mat, just cracking your head. He's done that numerous times. So Flip was a little crazy. And I was doing, I would do hurdles. So when you would do drills, you would have to do these really fast drills. Yeah. And I rolled my ankle once, and it was the worst pain. I remember just limp, like holding my ankle, like screaming, going, oh, shit. Flip comes over and goes, come on, get up. And I was like, I can't, I can't get up my foot. And he goes, <laughs> okay. He grabs me with one hand and throws me over his shoulder. Jesus. And walks me back to the uh, training room 
in front of every girl on the track team and they laughed at me because Flip like made me out to be some doll and I just crying. And you know Flip around. is probably trying to get after these younger women. I he hope said. I hope so. Well, they say every time every time you come back, <laughs> you, you're, you're a little different. You're a little. Uh. You're a little <laughs> every it's his third little, t- third time around the block. He's yes. coming back. When you say this guy flip, like geez, I picture like a like an older man, like with really high shorts, like a nice mustache, just pole vaulting, like kind of hanging in the air, with like takes out like an American spirit and like lights it midair and just comes down like smoking a cig. That's kind of he's he's cool like that, but yeah. aggressive. Like flip was flip was nuts. He was a little mm-hmm. nuts, but he was a, a very handsome. He's jacked, so jacked, bald, he with threw good glasses. On, he threw you on his shoulder. Yeah, he must be pretty big. I was yeah. also like like 120 pounds in high school too. Oh damn, it was really light. Oh, so uh, I could do that to that person now. In fact, I do it every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could throw a flip around like nothing, bro. Like you're John Cena, just yeah. get over here, baby. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, I'm strong now. Strong <laughs> throw. We had we, our head trainer. Everyone just called him Doc, which I think is just the most classic thing. Mm-hmm. Ever, right? He used to rub emu oil rather than like what the fuck? I know. Mm. Questionable. Right, well, I didn't even know. I never, everyone was like, I'm not letting Doc touch me. <laughs> no, where is he? First of all, where is he, he said now? he was the head trainer. Where is he now? Until he rubbed oil on you. <laughs> Already we're off to a bad start. Yeah, red flag. No, and no, then no, another no, red no, flag. No, no, no. <laughs> I didn't get touched. Okay. <laughs> he, okay. he avoided the table. Hey, look. Hey, look. Hey, 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 hey. Off the record. It's okay. There's a place where you, people can talk to you and treat you where your mental stability. You know what I mean? I needed, do, you, do you know why I brought this up? Because I needed look, to. I needed to. Okay. I appreciate, this is I appreciate you letting me be vulnerable. <laughs> hey, nothing wrong with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, emu oil. <laughs> well, if we're all going to share something from our childhood, then I might as well do yeah. it. <laughs> Please. We had a guy, we had a guy, his name was Coach Muscarella. He was our wrestling coach. And he he pretty much like walked around the hallways like like this, like ready to like take somebody down. <laughs> ready to take he, he was he was like forty eight. He still had cauliflower ear. Wow. Which is like pop that shit, dude. At like, this point you're not competing anymore. <laughs> yeah, pop it. Nope. He like he like wore like a badge of honor. He used to brag about how many pull ups his eight year old can do. Oh gosh. He was from Boston, like South Boston. His eight year old is stressed. <laughs> we this was actually pretty mean, but it was so funny. We, for our, like, a science project, we made like a music video. It was like our final, like a, that was like our final. And like before the music video, we had our, this guy, he, we had him read the Animal House speech to us, which is amazing. <laughs> but like, we didn't know at the time he couldn't really read. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so we had to keep it in. Yeah, it was ruthless, but it was, yeah, it was a really. That well, he's was, the, how are you, if you, so he was just a coach. Uh, and the in the gym in the gym teacher. So you're not you don't have to have a certain like pedigree in order to do that. But once you hired this man, you cannot fire him. He has cauliflower ear. Doesn't mean <laughs> he don't got cauliflower eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck can't you read, nigga? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it was yeah, so. But he was such a bad back reader. Back the, the protocols for becoming a teacher were not what they are now. No way. And he had been there for twenty years, and he was such a bad reader that said. after he finished the Animal House speech. <laughs> We had the miracle speech. We gave him that too. Just oh, to, yeah, we just started pouring salt in their wound. That Kurt Russell. Yeah. That, the Kurt Russell speech. Uh, it is, <laughs> yeah. It is. It is the only. It is the only speech I personally do better than the actor that did it in the That's movie. That's just not true. Well, let's see. Yeah. Oh, I'll show you the video after. Okay. After the show, I got you. I want to see. I this. got kicked out of the Chinese theater for doing it. 
Well, because you also did it while pulling your eyes back, saying, I mean, the Chinese. <laughs> That's racist. It was racist yeah, when I started that. throwing yeah. the whole food sushi at everybody. Yeah. Like, I got an avocado like, rolling someone's <laughs> hair. That's racist, <laughs> man. Ah, oh, God. Um, well, speaking of God, nothing to do with it. <laughs> New girl. Mm-hmm. All right, that's your most notable role as Winston Bishop, and he was a basketball player yeah. in Latvia. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell us a little bit about that. Was it? It was close to home. Kind of you were. Ba- you always wanted to be a basketball player. Was that some? In, in, yeah. Who played in Latvia? Was that exactly. some intrigue in the role? How did that kind of kind of come to fruition? Because uh, it is well, it's well known now that you weren't in the pilot, and you right. kind of came in second episode, and then just took over and went on. Right. So originally, um, is a whole weird backstory very confusing and i should write a book about it one day during pilot season there's something called first position second position Mm -hmm. um you know when you're auditioning for something whoever makes you the offer first is in first position so i got made an offer by cbs first during the same day that i was having my final audition for new girl and New Girl wouldn't make me an offer, but CBS was. And with CBS, I didn't have to test for it, which is like this big final audition. Right. I just They just made me an offer because they knew that New Girl was going to test me. May they, we ask what show the CBS was for? It was called The Assistants. Um, myself, it didn't get picked up, obviously, but it was myself, uh, TJ Miller, David Henry, Sarah Wright, Heather Locklear, and Jason Jones. Pretty funny cast, and the show was it's actually great pretty cast. good. I mean, yeah. TJ Miller's another level funny. Yeah, I mean, he was, uh, un- he's one of the funniest people in the history of people. If you ever have a conversation with this guy, you don't know what's real or what's not. And it's <laughs> like, what? Like, I mean, honest, I think him as Stainer in She's Out of Your League is yeah. one of the most underrated roles in comedy oh, history. Yeah. He, and he's opposite of Kristen Ritter. They're both mm-hmm. like the two quirky friends, and they yeah. crush. Oh, they yeah. crush in that movie. I it's mean, a good movie. Yeah, it's great. So that didn't that didn't go. Mm-hmm. So because that didn't go, when I said no, that new girl came and made me an offer. Mm-hmm. But two hours prior, I'd signed the contract with CBS, oh. so they were two hours too late. Shit. So I would have been actually playing coach, right? Okay. In the original, um, so in the pilot, it would have been myself. Who they then cast Damon, Damon Lance Jr. Right. right. Um, now, originally, he probably wasn't in the mix because everyone thought he was going to go back to season two of Happy Endings. Right. But no one. But then, happy ending. They end up using him anyway, thinking that happy endings wasn't going to get picked up for a second season. Mm-hmm. It did get picked up, so he couldn't do the role. My show didn't get picked up, so now I'm able to come back in, but as a different character because he crushed in the pilot, and you don't right. want to get rid of that footage. He's just so good. Yeah. So then, now I come back in, but I auditioned 15 times. So it wasn't what? yeah. So it wasn't just come back on in and get this character. It was a whole fifteen new times character. for the character Winston. Well, eleven times for the character of Winston, four times for Coach. Are they rolling you in with the same guys every time for Winston? No, because I think everybody wanted me to play Winston, but I wasn't famous or anything or yeah. known. There was no star power behind that, and they wanted somebody else. You know, Jake Johnson wasn't truly known. Max Greenfield had a pretty good television resume, but they wanted. Um, and, and Hannah wasn't too, too known as an actor here yet. You know, she's right. being in Canada right. for music, and but um, they wanted another. So Damon would have been that guy with Zoe. With Zoe, so mm-hmm. Dick, you know. But uh, once he wasn't able to do it, then I obviously they have to re-audition. I mean, I auditioned against everybody. It was one of the most till this day. I've never obviously never had a harder experience. Mm-hmm. You know, as an actor, is that that audition process sucked. 
Really? So how, how long? So 11 times over the course of how many weeks? Uh, probably like a month, maybe. Probably about a good month. And, and you're seeing, I'm assuming you're seeing most of the same people in the room every single time. Yes, yeah. I am. Um, and they know you very well. Oh, you come in, it's like, hey, Lamar. I was like, hey, what's yeah. up? Like, Zoe and I were like, cool. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, you're a huge fan of somebody. And then now she's just like, what's up, Lamar? As right. if I work there. Yeah. You know, a security guard. Hey, what's up, bro? Like, come on in. Like, it's, yeah. it's me again. Yeah. <laughs> what script you got today, dude? Exactly. Was it the same? Was it the same script? They would change minor jokes. And it, when I say minor, it was like, do I really need to come back in here? And so my whole goal was every time that I came in and read was just they already have it on tape what I could do. So do something totally different each time. Yeah. And and sometimes the the, the director of the room, uh, Jake Kasdan, would just flat out before I would read to go, all right, do this one the exact same way as last time. And I, in my mind, I'm going, why the fuck am I here? But I would do it the exact same way, and then I would advance. Or sometimes you go, try something different this time. Try a completely different character. And the reason they did that was because they also didn't know who the character was. Right. Mm-hmm. So in seeing all these people come in and read, that got them a better sense of who this character could be. Mm-hmm. And it benefited me. You know, I read against Exhibit, for crying out loud. You know oh, what I mean? he, like, he's too He's tough. He's tough. Yeah, he's got one name. Yeah, exhibit. There's not that many people with one name. He was in NFL Street Two, the video game. Was he? Yes, bro. I think I remember that. Oh yeah. shit! Yeah, it's my favorite. It was video like game. NFL Street featuring the exhibit. 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 <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's how he laughs. Damn man. But he, I mean, and he and his dynamic would have been so different, obviously. Right. Um, but it was a. It, they were this close to to considering him because it was a. They didn't know the dynamic of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's a and name, he's a name at that point too. Oh yeah, 2010. Yeah, sure. He still is. is. Yeah. yeah, you know everybody knows Exhibit. Like, mm-hmm. You know, so if I may say, not to kiss a crack, I don't think I think you added a vulnerability that he probably would not have had as much right. of as the character. Oh, for sure. Just some light lightness. Too. Right. Yeah. One hundred percent. I mean, obviously, actors we can play different characters and roles, but even just physically and the fact that you know him mm-hmm. so well as right. being like a, you a know you're looking at and Exhibit. A, you know, yeah. yeah. It's hard to go, oh, he can be so vulnerable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, Gridiron Gangs, he's pretty dope. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's right. good, man. He's, he's cool. Really good. He's really cool. So what was like, mm-hmm. so you get on the show, right? And you, you, so it's set, you film your first couple episodes, mm-hmm. and then it, it, it's kicking off. Like, this thing's rolling. Yeah. At what point did you guys, were like, whoa, this is, we have something here? Was um, it after the, after the airing of the first season or while you're shooting it, you kind of realize this is, we've kind of hit gold? While you're shooting it, you realize because they picked up the back nine fairly quickly okay we were still filming and it was like oh we're we're ordering a whole se- a whole se- season then there were times like oh we're ordering another one and you're just you know you're gonna do two more seasons yeah. in advance and it's like that's when you know and just the numbers and the ratings alone we, we couldn't like from the beginning there was not a party that we weren't invited to there was not an event like jake johnson max greenfield and myself were three of gq's men of the year like imagine the year prior, I was kicked off the red carpet of the GQ Man of the Year party. You were just a, from going. You were a Man of the Year GQ. Yeah, dude, crazy. That's, <laughs> that's, that's when you know it's like what the fuck. Now I'm actually nervous. Yeah, like, really nervous right now. Why? Well, Sitting in the, the, you're in the presence. Man, you're in the presence. You know Nobody on sick. this wall has been a GQ man. No one. All the people that have signed this and been on the show, none of them have been a GQ man. I'm surprised Belichick hasn't been a man of the. Yeah. You know what? Maybe 
I don't maybe I don't maybe. know. Maybe. No, maybe. he's maybe. he's ugly and not nice. A lot of those cats on there. I said Jake Johnson was on there. Johnson, <laughs> <laughs> ugly and not nice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, it's a good thing you guys are on a TV show. Yeah. <laughs> so, what was the chemistry of the show with you guys? Was it was it from the? I mean, you had, you've auditioned with these guys a bunch of times. You've known them a bunch of times, so you knew the chemistry was going to be there. Yeah. So, the questions I have going forward would be the: what, what, how did the chemistry develop? Was it kind of from the jump, like a spark, and it just rolled, like a, like you know, like you threw like a match on hay kind of thing? Uh, from the jump, to be honest with you. Yeah. Even in the audition process. Okay. So, I had did to, any of y'all know each other before? Uh. I had Max and Jake only knew each other through the audition process okay. mm-hmm. because they tested for two separate shows at the same time. They were testing for another show that they both agreed, like, we don't want this show. We want New Girl. And so they both were like, eh, let's just Did give that it. show ever get picked up? No. Okay. And so, uh, and myself and Max, we tested for a show uh, a couple years prior as well. Mm-hmm. So we had met, you know, and had mutual friends. But Jake, the cool thing about Jake was during the audition process, he Facebook messaged me. And was like, hey, dude, I really want you to be on this show. So if you need help reading lines, if you want me to coach you through your audition, just hit me. Wow, and, and that's I would, awesome. Yeah, he, I would come to his house and read lines. And then he was kind of my inside person where he would say, hey, just so you know, they really like this other guy. So next audition, do something different. I don't know, but they're really big on this other guy coming in. And okay. I go, oh, so just so I can get a heads up and I'm not blindsided if it doesn't go my way. Right, right. Um, and so he was like my advocate. So we were cool. You know what I mean? He, in fact, Jake, Jake was really the one who helped me develop my character and my voice as a performer on that show because Jake is probably the best improviser I've ever seen. And he just helps you move. You know? Did you guys, will you guys get a lot of leeway on the show to improvise? Oh, absolutely. Jake can't read, so be, so you, he has to improvise. <laughs> like it's a real like he can read, but like I'm like, convinced like, he like can't. my high school coach, he's like that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Jake will just stare at the page and go, yeah, "I'm gonna make something up." <laughs> and nine <laughs> times out of ten, it's funnier. It's when you damn know? man, he's that good. And, and yeah, and the whole cast is. That's a cool thing about the cast is that everybody on the show is a great improviser. Uh, Zoe on down, so we where where'd, where'd she go? You were your second city. Zoe, Zoe, I don't think she took improv classes. She's just, just been an actor so long yeah. that she she listens very well, and that's the key component with 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 improv is listening. Mm-hmm. And she listens like I could. My character was became so stupid that no matter what I said, the most obscure improvised line I would say, she would have a, a retort quickly, and and that's the benefit. That's the beauty of that show was that everyone gave each other such a hard time yeah. on camera off camera that it just it was hard to differentiate when we were filming or not filming so that's why the chemistry seems good because that's gen- generally how we are on set listen talking shit is huge yeah with your uh, our sh- this show the, the the stripe has gotten better because i mean this is our 178th show us two and with nick we've mm-hmm. done this for two years now at this point the banter we could have with each other is is I'll pretty much I'll do the intro pretty much every time and be like all right we'll just jump right into it and like right before I start I know he's gonna say something I just don't right. know what it is right. I also like will say he has no idea where I'm gonna say Nick is yeah you know he just has to kind of roll with that's it. what makes it genuine that's, that's what, yeah that's know? yeah that's the fun in it though. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we we used to like not tell. We used to like Blake is like telling you no, you're good. Dave, yeah. my sister's here recording the video. Uh, she's like telling you no, he's okay. Yeah, like just like, we used to like not tell. Like we used to like just do it again mm-hmm. and let like the guests be like one one times like 
the guest like, fuck, I want to go to that. He's like, why the fuck am I here? I want to be where he's at. We used, to be, we used to make up cool things. He's like, wow. They're like, one guest like, wow, it's so weird that like there's a, like a bunny, like a Easter bunny in the mall. We said, we said Nick was like costumed up at the Burbank Mall. Like, as an Easter Jeez. bunny. As yeah. an Easter bunny, but not like, you know, j- exactly how they do Santa Claus, but mm-hmm. instead of wearing a full suit, as the bunny suit, it was just the ears and like a speedo <laughs> or something like that. And he was like, I wouldn't let my kids near him. And I was like, I don't know. That's just what they do at Burning <laughs> Mall. And they believed it for some reason. As an actor, I have a question for you. Um, when As a director, I'll give you an answer. Please, thank you. And producer. And As a producer. And, and script supervisor. Yeah, I've done that. And grip. And grip, yeah. you, you've been a grip? Nope. <laughs> to be quite honest with you, I've been in this business a long time. What the fuck does a grip do? I just know the name. I, yeah. They hold stuff. That's what this for? This guy, he he's produced something. I like. I, like, I don't know. No, g- grips are the people that you know move the lights around and. Grips are key. I know they are they're important. You mean because there's a key grip? Is that yeah. what you said? <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, I just remembered. I was wearing a fuzzy hat. That's so awesome. Uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, I. So my question for you would be: So you know that the, it's going to get picked up, right? They go, okay, you're f- you're filming it. You have a bunch more episodes to film. And you know it's getting picked up for another season. How does that free you up as an actor? Because you're not, you're not, you're kind of you're able to fight and play. You're not backed up against the ropes yeah, as much. Not that you're playing from that sense in a, in a, in a way because you really can't. But like, or do you find yourself being able to perform more freely? Absolutely. Okay. It, when there's no pressure, you can just be. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I yeah. think we because we all have a skill set and innate ability to perform. A lot of times with direction or with pressure. It alters your performance slightly. It might mm-hmm. not be noticeable to other people, but to you, feeling super comfortable, you get the best stuff when you go. I didn't have any problems at home this morning. Uh, everyone's healthy. I didn't. I'm not going through some bullshit. All right, I, there's no uncertainty about whether or not we're going to be working next right. week. Stretching your focus to different places. Right. Yeah. Instead, you go. I'm going to come in this room and I'm going to play. And one thing that I'm really good at is playing. One thing that everybody here is good at is playing. So when you let everybody play you find the best material and the best stuff. So it definitely frees you up 100%. And they did a great job of keeping us informed. You know what I mean? Because the, the camaraderie was there, and you don't want to fuck that up. You know, And so the studio did a great job of going, just so you know, we're good. And also, Lamorne, just so you know, you're not going to be fired or replaced. Because that's also a thing you worry about as a performer. Right. I was a new character on the show. So season one, I didn't find my footing at all. I was There was nothing being written for me. I had no A A story episodes. It was like I didn't know what was going on, mm-hmm. and I didn't I th- know I was gonna be replaced or fired or Damon was coming back or it was all it was all this like are you gonna be replaced now that Damon's free? And I was yeah. like, God damn it! It was all this stuff. And then by the time that he actually does come back, right? Um, you guys are all settled and like have been this. Fan. When did he come back? Like mid season three or yeah, season something four like, or like that. Yeah, season yeah, three, yeah. I think. Yeah, and, and just as a recurring guest, right? Yeah, but yeah. it made it. S- it made our job so much easier because when Damon came back in, it was like a new spark of life because he's so funny. And yeah, he's, he's so, so ag- dumb. Uh, he's so stupid funny. And like aggressively funny, meaning like off camera, he's still doing bits to the point where <laughs> you could be doing a scene that's like an important scene. This is what I hated about them so much. I'd be doing a scene that's like an emotional one. I had to be like a little bit real and genuine. And then you see Damon, Max, and, and Jake off camera like making faces and going, <laughs> and, I, and I can't I'm like go to your trailers you're not even in this scene like why are you here that's the type of shit that they would do to keep the you know the energy up and I remember one time Damon off camera like he has to just he's on camera at one point then he has to walk away 
Yeah. He walks away and lifts his shirt up and his whole ass is out. <laughs> like, and this is like, <laughs> I'm like, this is one of the funny, like, he just does shit like that to keep. Yeah, I never, yeah. Under, like, I, you know, maybe it's, maybe I guess when I perform, I have a stick up my ass sometimes. Yeah. To try to be in the zone, ready to, you know, do mm-hmm. your thing and not, like, fuck around or mess around. Mm-hmm. Like, Brian Cranston came to speak at, at Texas and mm-hmm. he spoke to, like, the acting program. And he was telling us, like, he'd prank people, like, on Malcolm in the Middle, on Breaking Bad. He'd, like, he'd, like leave, like, dildos around. <laughs> and, like, this is, like, it's not like this is, this is Breaking Bad, dude. Yeah. It's like this guy is killing people, kids and selling meth yes and <laughs> leaving dildos and, le- and leaving just dildos like hey who put that in the popcorn yeah. <laughs> you get, like, reach in, like, oh, God. is that butter is like what is that you know oh, it's bur- yeah, yeah, that is not within the walter white character that's just brian cranston, yeah, just brian cranston. cranston. that's what he really brought to the role <laughs> but i think what people underestimate is the the power of like positive energy on set when the crew is happy you have the best shows when the crew is unhappy it, it it reads and it does affect the performers because the oh, performers yeah. are like, you're performing and you see somebody off camera, a camera guy going, rolling his eyes or a grip, you know, looking at you like, hurry the fuck up. Right. Like, that sucks. It's all a team effort. Yeah. And and everyone's watching everyone else. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And you can't get your best shit off when the energy is low. So if he's putting dildos and shit around and playing pranks on people, it just keeps the... The, the camaraderie up because you could be there for an, an exorbitant amount of time things could be going wrong yeah. and things could be taking way longer than you thought they would it's we've shot 16 hour days before yeah that's, that's crazy, crazy. Yeah. that's crazy dude like it's we mean like we've done I mean I know we've had to re-record full shows because wow. something didn't work you know and like it's late at night and we have to redo it and it's Jeez. like I mean but you can't take a yeah, play because Josh forgot to plug something in it happens you know it, what it, a bonehead but that type of stuff shouldn't happen I know, I know. You're, you're, be- you're just fucking up. You're, just, I, I, you're better I, than that. I am better than the you're gap. Better I'm better than, than the gap. I know I'm better than the gap. Be better than the gap. I am better than the gap, but I don't know why. You know what? I say I'm better than the gap, but yeah. You said it about five times. I know, so. I but so. then like I just remembered that my credit card is a gap credit card. Oh, wow. <laughs> Why do I Look have that, you, dude? I know, dude. It's such a lame <laughs> fucking credit card. I got it by mistake. You should uh, see. That's why you fucked up. You just said lame credit card. If you would have said it's a great credit card, it's they probably would have just yeah. threw on like another thousand bucks to your limit or. They would just give you free clothes. You know, you know what? They're Honestly, yeah, probably. But you know what? The gap, it gets like 15% off, 15% off summer, fall. Like It's like it's like happy hour 24-7. Let me tell you something. I love the gap. It's good. I don't know. I love what the gap. What an amazing store. I'm a, I'm a, this is pretty much head-to-toe gap, aside from the Chumbawamba shirt. That's mm-hmm. Buffalo Exchange. I'm the, Lamorne Morris, and I love the gap. <laughs> it's your working. <laughs> this guy's working for a sponsor here. <laughs> when I'm not wearing Nike, I'm usually <laughs> Adidas wearing the gap. Wearing the gap the head to toe at the bottom. <laughs> um, so you guys go nine. Was it nine seasons? Y'all seven, seven, seven seasons. Seven yeah. seasons. Damn, dude, that's yeah. like a home. That's like it's an actor's dream. It's a, it, it. It truly is. I I don't know a luckier actor than myself. The way. It all panned out. You if I mean? made like sports reference this, you kind of Tom Brady this thing, well, in people, a sense. People like do refer to me as Tom Brady. Yeah, no, the, yeah. you really like you really like you know Bledsoe goes down. Mm-hmm. He comes in exactly, and and then he's probably going Bledsoe's coming back. Like right. you're going Damon's coming. He's coming back. He's coming back. I know it. And then, but you you got to play your heart out, and then mm. you, and look forward and play take a game by game in a sense. Turns out he's the greatest quarterback ever. Well, it turns out I'm the greatest character in television history. Right. So, you know, and that's just what With they the best say. That's what they, you yeah. were, listen, you know what, man? The cat was the best. The cat. I, <laughs> the ca- Ferguson, I, we, can't I, be Ferguson. I binged it. 
I had to watch a bunch of it. Because he's the man. I, you know, I want, listen, man, you're coming on on my show. Like, I can't yeah. sit here, you know, numb nuts, not exactly. having seen an episode. I was, I was presently surprised. I didn't know, because I don't, I didn't know how I was going to feel about it. And I, and I loved it. Thank you, man. He's a big comedy critic. I am. Oh, nice. I am. Nice. I, I, I'm, I'm a little, I, and I hate to be like that, but like, I like, I'm a big Woody, I'm a big Woody Allen mm-hmm. guy, you know, I'm big, like old school, like, you know, I trained like, you know, mm-hmm. arte. I love like old school kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. And this, it was n- so not what I thought it was going to, I don't know, like, obviously I'm so dumb and one for seven seasons, clearly it's great, but I don't, I didn't know what to expect. I think it what was it was, really was I think what it was with, when, when guys would hear about the show, it would be this big poster with, that would say adorkable with like a girl in glasses and they go, oh, it's, it's like a show for girls or something like that. Like, yeah, I don't have to watch it. My girlfriend watches the show. And then you always hear like guys going, oh, my girl was watching it. Then I sat out and I watched it and I love it. Yeah. I'm obsessed. You know, you know what show I really like? It's <laughs> yeah. a new girl, dude. I was watching it with yeah. my girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It's actually pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> that's, dude, no, yeah. Like it's, it's people and people love it. It's just, a, rela- it's just love very it. relatable story. Yeah. It's like, super honestly. relatable. Everyone's got a roommate. Yeah, that's there true. There you go. I was like, this is not Curb Your Enthusiasm. It's not like mm-hmm. Jewish Long Island. I don't know if this <laughs> is going to be my vibe. And then I, I, I'm like, Toss, don't turn this off. Let's keep going and roll mm-hmm. through. It's easy. To, it's digestible. Oh, yeah. It's fun. Y'all are fun on it. It was a pleasure. You put true. any episode on. And you can. Yeah. And nothing's, it's nothing, it's all entertaining. It's all mm-hmm. free and fun. And you could see, the, you know what? Like, as an actor, I know when you can, that you could tell when people are having fun and, and vibing and yeah. vibing and enjoying them. You guys look so free on camera. You're exploding and loud yeah. and big. And boy, that's how people are in real yeah. life. You Dude, know, the writing on that show, the uh, Liz Merriweather, the entire staff, mm-hmm. like, fantastic. they yeah. are geniuses. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just so easy. It's so easy to say, it's so easy to do. As a performer, sometimes you got to, alternate lines and change different things to make it fit you more this show they they knew us so well that they they were writing perfectly to us mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah so the so you you rock this for seven seasons mm-hmm. and now you transition out of this yeah and it is it listen it's a notable role mm-hmm. so what it's like my question is like how has the transition been coming out of that because now you've gone you've done you did sandy wexler mm-hmm. you did game night and mm-hmm. then you did yesterday you've done three good movies mm-hmm. right and now you have your own tv show woke well, yeah. you're well, you're the guy. Yes, you are the main guy. You're not. You yeah. were one of the four main guys. Now you are the main guy, mm-hmm. and it's actually a really cool story. I'm I'm super stoked for it. Yeah, man. And super excited. About Keith that. Knight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. how how has the Cartoons. transition been? Because I I think it's gotten better for people mm-hmm. as the industry's you know developed. Because back mm-hmm. in the day, it was it was like tough for you know Patrick Harris to come out of Doogie. He was like Doogie Hauser. Yeah. Like, that's who he was, bro. And you Carlton like, Fresh Prince. You know. Yeah, what I mean? it, like, it, it's tough for sometimes it's tough for people to jump out of it. But you've done a nice job maneuvering and and breaking out of it and kind of branching off and doing your thing now how has that been has it been tough is the transition i thought it would be really tough to be honest with you in fact it was a big worry of mine going shit you know is this going to be one of those things where this this is it you know did i save enough money you know is is everybody taken care of is it like did i do a good job of being you know what i mean like but then i realized something just like you said about the industry you can do anything now you know, you got Kevin Hart hosting TV shows, Alec Baldwin hosts a TV show, then does an Oscar nominating performance in a movie. And then The Rock has a TV show he hosts. And but then he's the biggest movie star in the right. world, you know. And then he's at WrestleMania. And WrestleMania. Exa- exactly. And then he's producing ballers producing and also and starring, starring in ballers. Yeah. You can do whatever you want because there's so many streams of, of content that there's always a need. There's always a place. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you're good, you're good. So that that can't change. That won't change. And mm-hmm. I, 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 I just 
I feel like the more you create as a writer, you know, that, so that's, that's one of the reasons why I, 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 even though I was scared, I wasn't so nervous because I knew my fallback would be creation. I would create things. I would help develop things. Write for yourself. You know what I mean? I ran into, after season two of New Girl, maybe season one, I ran into Judd Apatow at like a charity event and I was like, I'm so nervous to go talk to him. I was like, oh my God, it's Judd Apatow. So finally I walk up to him and I'm like, hey dude, I'm a big fan of yours, man. And he goes, I'm a big fan of yours. <laughs> he goes, he goes, I love New Girl. The whole, cr- the whole crew, that, that's all, those are all my buddies. Jake Kasdan worked with him for, for Freaks and Geeks. Like he mm-hmm. knows the whole squad. He was going to direct our finale. And he's like, what are you doing this summer? And in the back of my mind, I was thinking, oh man, Judd Apatow's about to offer me a role in a movie. And before I could say anything, he goes, you're writing. And I was like, yeah. He goes, but you're writing. He goes, no one's going to give you shit. You got to write your own stuff. And he goes, that's what I do. I write my own stuff. And here we are. And once he said that, I just thought, well, there's no chance. And, you know, knock on wood, I'd never go broke or I would never struggle. There will be some struggle. But I always know I, I'm, I'm a humorous individual. So I have the ability to do it. All it takes is a little fucking work. And, and yeah, you're pretty, you're pretty funny. Pretty funny. You're pretty you know, funny. I like to think so. Yeah, yeah. I've I've had a few laughs in the last hour, dude. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. Of course you did. <laughs> yeah. And usually, like I like I'm with me 24 <laughs> seven, and as funny as you are, <laughs> I, I you would be shocked about how much I make myself laugh. But I've I've had a few laughs from you I'm and and from Toss too. But <laughs> man, he could he could hit my funny bone. But yeah, you you know, I mean I it. It's a testament, and we've been fortunate on the show that all of our guests that we've had this far, it's been pretty mm-hmm. remarkable, because I, I, people always tell me, they'll be like, hey, listen, sometimes interviewing people's tough, sometimes people don't want to talk, and that is the case, Yeah. And but most of you, especially, have come through the door and been like, and just been relatable and cool mm-hmm. and fun, and you can just talk to people, so I feel like if you have that, plus the humor, then there is no reason to worry, as long as you kind of, ha- your head is on a swivel. Thanks, you, man. Yeah. It means so much. I'm a great, I'm a great, I'm a great. Yeah, you're just, <laughs> just period. You're Guy, good. girl, dog, cat. I think that's yeah. Really great. yeah, just a G R E A T. That's really cool what Judd said, though. Yeah, dude. Because I feel like I've heard not what you wanted, but what you needed. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've heard people going up to him and been like, and Judd saw me and then he gave me a role. Like Ken Jong, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's kind of how mm-hmm, it happened mm-hmm. for him, you know. But it's weird that happens to people. Right. I, no, I No one's ever given me shit right you know what i mean well, you, I had to, you went in 15 times yeah in room. i always feel like chris i always i'm you know when people say lord do you ever feel like you made it i go no i'm auditioning for everything i get i mean you get offers here and there right but even in yesterday for example i did one scene in that movie but if you i auditioned i i originally when the audition came up i said this is one scene yeah it's like a four page monologue and the whole you know what i mean but right. it's still one scene like can't you just offer this to somebody and they said, no, it's Richard Curtis and Danny Boyle. Like, people are reading. And I walked in a room. I saw people who are leads on TV shows waiting to read this character. Men, women, every ethnicity, all for this one character. And I thought, well, there's no way I'm getting this. And, you know, after booking it, you know what I mean? You kind of have one of those moments of like, holy shit, dude. <laughs> you know, but. Yeah, no, Danny, Danny Boyle's fantastic. I am so awesome. stoked to see this yeah. movie. You, yeah. I, this one and the Springsteen one, I'm pumped. Oh yeah, anything music related, I fucking love. Man. I'm, ju- I thought this concept was amazing. I, know, I think Ed, Ed, um, I have like a man crush on Ed Sheeran. Well, well you know, it's okay. Yeah, no, I'm, please, dude. I, it's, okay. it's not I'll, even a man crush, just a crush. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, crush him if you saw him. Well, I have no. It's a, I, Ed guy. Sheeran. I have a man crush. I have a crush, just a straight up crush 
on Brady, Tom Brady. Oh, okay, I can he's, see that. Too. He's yeah, at the restaurant I work at, he's he's almost not allowed to come in when I'm working because I've told my man I'm just gonna kiss him. And there's and that and I'll go to I'll get locked up. Well, one that yeah, that's assault. I know well, that's cool. Like, listen, you know man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know, I know, I know the rules. My parents are lawyers. I'm with it. Okay, well, that sounds like well, some well, doc, some doc emu oil stuff. Oh, <laughs> yeah, rub this emu oil and kiss that man in his mouth. Yeah, <laughs> he'll be just so distracted by the smell of the emu oil that he'll be he'll be good to go. Well, okay, what about what about game night though? Was that did you audition for that as well? Because there's there's a scene in there that really caters to something that you do quite well. Yeah. You know, I definitely auditioned for game night. Uh, it was again, one of those things where I thought, you know, a funny, they're looking for a funny black dude. Like you got your pick, just offer this role to somebody. Yeah. You know, and right. th that's when I know I, I didn't I haven't made it cause I still got to go and improve myself every single time. Mm -hmm. But I'm so glad I did. That was a cool experience. Yeah, for me. That movie is hilarious yeah yeah and i think a lot of people didn't know how funny that movie was going to be until they saw the movie right and it's one of the it, it, it reminds me of because i think there was like at least in film for a while there was mm -hmm. a, a difference in some of the early like 2000 apatow like comedy mm -hmm. movies versus 2010s yeah 2000 teens right and i think that that like that made me laugh more than some of the early 2000 movies. Yeah. That was like, funny. That was one so surprised funny. me. And then like a tag surprised tag, me. Oh, yeah. Tag's really great, too. Oh, oh with, I laughed Jake. so... Yeah. yeah. That was one of those movies that... I think I laughed every inch of that oh, yeah. movie. Tag was really funny. Um, nothing to do with Jake. Mainly Hannibal Burris. What? Yeah. Hannibal Burris. Cool. Jeremy Renner was pretty good. Renner is yeah. the coolest. Yeah. Dude, uh, Burris and... And blockers is also great. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What's it like? Dude's, that dude's so He's fun. So What's it like watching your buddies in a movie now? Like you've done all this TV with them. You've a good, you know, or you have a relationship with them that's like like different than anybody you know you've you've had with. So what's it like watching them? Are you rooting for them? Are you laughing at stuff like? Oh, one hundred percent. And and most of my laughter comes from like knowing their bits, right? And knowing their and like going, oh shit, he got away with it. Yeah, like, <laughs> Jake got away with it. So like. Like if you look at Jake's Instagram page, there's like, a, I think there's like I, I sometimes leave random and dumb comments and we troll each other on each other's pages. But one, he posted this new show he's got coming out called Stumptown on ABC, um, and I commented on it and I said, Jake, I think this show would be good if you're on your A game, you're not being lazy, you wear deodorant, and you don't just say, Oh, I know, I'll sit on the couch every scene because that's what he did <laughs> a new girl. Just sat there, lazy, just sat there, and then when you watch tag he's playing a stoner like right. a weed head who's sitting on the couch i think in an opening scene and i'm like yeah opening time you see him he's sitting on the couch i swear I they pulled that hoodie <laughs> off that he wears the entire movie straight from the new girl yes. wardrobe oh, probably dude yeah. he's yeah. like he reminds me of like the stoner oscar isaac yes <laughs> he 100 percent is him yeah. oscar isaac and david crummeltz that's who jake is yeah all three of those combined is him yeah okay so the skill that i was referring to mm -hmm. that you get to display so prominently in mm -hmm. game night in the scene in the my office, dramatic skill is my your dramatic acting. is your is your character acting, <laughs> or your your mirroring, I guess, of Denzel. You've got one of the best Denzel impersonations. Oh, in thank the game. you, man. I appreciate. I didn't. That. I yeah. forgot that was. Did you. they rewrite that? That they line? did. Okay. That scene was a whole reshoot. Okay. Um. Originally, the joke was, "Who'd you sleep with?" Blah blah. blah. We find out at the end of the movie, it was Glenn Close. <laughs> and there was this whole like back That's also and forth. Yeah. It was really funny. It was really funny. And then uh, I, I think when they tested the movie a lot, it wasn't tracking very well. And a lot of the younger, younger generation didn't know who Glenn Close was. Which is a which shame. Is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah it's, you know, for me, I'm like, how do you not know who Glenn Close is? Right. In fact, it had some cool jokes. It has some dumb jokes, but kind of cool jokes. It was like, 
She goes, I slept with Glenn Close, and I was gonna go. I don't know that nigga. Like, <laughs> like another bit, another bit where she said, "I slept with Glenn Close." I said, "Who he play for?" <laughs> it was the two. Like, Glenn Close, the actress. And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I know him." <laughs> didn't wasn't didn't she play a dude in one movie though? What movie was that? She played a guy. Probably she did. I think, I think she did. Which really, as a kid, threw me for a loop. I was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" That's when you're that good as an actor. Yeah. Oh, you, know you could be like, yeah. Speaking of which, Nassim Pedrad has a show coming out called Chad, in which he plays a 14 year old boy. Which is that one of the characters she did on SNL? Yeah, I don't know. This is the original character. Okay. And, and and I've seen her do another like boy character yeah. though. She's great. She so so good. When you watch the show, I saw the pilot. When you watch it, you forget that this is a really? this is a, a woman. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're just because awesome. she's so funny anyway. Jesus. Moving on. Um, what were we talking about? We're uh, talking about your oh the, oh yeah the uh, yeah. the same yeah. yeah. It's a question. I mean, it was a question in the we do a two minute drill at the end of this, mm-hmm. so we rapid fire questions. But the I'll, I'll just throw it out right now. Mm-hmm. Is do you do you have the best in the game or one of the best in the game? Denzel impressions. You think? I think it's a tie between me and Jay Farrow. And Jay Jay yeah. Jay Farrow. I gotta say, Jay Farrow. I've never seen anything like this guy. In my he's life. so great. Better than you think he's better than Ross Maricon? He's the best in the world at everything. Yeah. Like Jay uh, Jay Farrow. If you just he he does the only thing only. I say he does a, a pretty good Dave Chappelle impression, but I've only seen one other person do a better one, and that's Jamie Foxx. I think Jamie Foxx Fox does a better is Chappelle. Good, yeah. dude. He does a better Chappelle than Chappelle does. <laughs> yeah. And other, but other than that, Jay Farrow is like, like his, his uh, voice boxes. His Chris Tucker. His Chris Tucker is unreal. Unreal. I, I've never I, this guy. And his Chris Rock. His Chris Rock's good yeah. too. But both anybody, dude. He's yeah. so good. But yeah. I think my Denzel might trump his. I think I like your Denzel more, just personally. Okay, okay. okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. It's pretty. <laughs> it's a, no. It, it was. I'm, we watched that today. I was like, oh, my, I've seen that thing so many times. I was like, oh my god. That's There's you. a video where we have like a Denzel Washington roundtable. That's what I'm talking about. That's the, the video I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. With Melvin. Melvin wrote that. So Did Melvin, he? Yeah, Melvin wrote that and they had this idea, even though he does the worst Denzel impression. Yeah, it's not great. It's not great at all. Melvin, I worked with trash, Melvin bro. on um, the movie, <laughs> a couple of days on that movie he's doing with Ben. Athlete. Oh yeah, it's coming really? out next year. Oh yeah. nice. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So he can hoop. Did you have you guys played basketball with each other before? Oh we, yeah, I don't. He's even good. Want, he's not. I'm he's not good. on his level. No, he's a good player. I'm not on his level. Are you on his level? Yeah. You're on. I'm Melvin. a good player. Oh, he's yeah. nasty. You can't say it like that. I'm a good player. Nah, it's not on Believe You. I'm white, dude. Of course. Doesn't mean even Keith Van Horn has some swag. Keith Van Horn was great. I'm it's a great. Dallas Mavericks fan. But you played the way on the Nets. The way you Jay said Kidd. it, the way you I said it, is like you're lying to me. No, I'll, I'll be his. Because, you me, know what it is. You know what it is. I'll be right, man. For my entire life. You have you ever expected a guy if you're playing pickup basketball, you see a five eight white kid mm-hmm. with curly brown hair, mm-hmm. you're gonna pick that kid? Mm-mm. No, no you, fucking chance. You, you I was the first. We, no dude, chance. I was the. We were and then I get on the court, and then I like hit a couple threes, and they're like, "This kid's like, he's actually pretty good." <laughs> and then That's my t- and then my team's like Pan running Pacific. five games because we're gonna win. <laughs> we did a draft unexpected, of Pan unexpected good player. And yeah. the, there was two. We, we mistakenly had it was all of our friends, and then we picked up two guys at Pan Pacific. If you know where that is, yeah, yeah, right around here. Right and then these we we had the two guys like all right, the two guys that we don't know be captains, which is ridiculous because they don't know any of our skill levels. And I was the first pick because I was dressed the swaggiest in the group. You were the first pick because you were dressed the swaggiest. And I'm so bad at basketball. They were everyone was like, dude, no, 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 go. go you, you can't, you, you, you can't do that. You got to pick one. Of, you got to pick one of these. You're the guy who shows up with all the gear. Yeah, I was like, that, I, everybody should know that's code for he's the worst player. I had a Jason Tatum T-shirt. Like, yeah, like, come on, <laughs> dude. Like, yeah. And then, but no, Toss, you're Mel- you, Melvin's better than me just because he's bigger. Yeah, yeah, Melvin's a big dude. Man. He's big. You're you're one of the you're one of the best of our friends of our friends for sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, cool. So then, what? So the new? Are you writing for woke at all? 
No. So I sold another show. Um, uh, I woke. I'm just, I'm just the star. I'm the star of it. Um, when does the pilot come out? The, uh, I think we're looking at winter top of, top of the year. Uh, I think. Uh, and have you gotten uh, a chance Hulu. Hulu. to, nah, to talk with, with Keith? Oh, at, he was there every day. We fi- That's we awesome. Filming. It's amazing. He's awesome. When I say one of the most interesting people I've ever met in my entire life, mm-hmm. he's so cool. Um, it, and, and it helps that he can just draw weird shit like yeah. with his left hand, right? And he's so good, this guy. Mm-hmm. Is he always doing it? Just yeah, everyone's like, you'll look over in the side and he's just doodling on a napkin. In fact, we would, his comics, his, his strip, in any publication, he does it by hand. So, you know, you would draw something and then they would put the borders in later. And right. He has a ruler. When I was walking through the hotel, I saw him in the lobby sitting at a desk with a piece of paper, rulers, markers, pencils. So he's drawing the characters out and then he's putting them in the borders himself by hand. Wow. Because that's how you would do it back in the day. Right. Now you don't have to do it that way. He just, he just loves doing it. And he's continuously doodling. And when, in fact, we get these... Um, these posters at the end of the show, like mm-hmm. uh, at the end of the pilot that we took home and like framed. But before we had everybody sign, like the whole cast, and we had him sign it, he drew like some crazy shit <laughs> on everyone's thing. And I'm like, That's awesome. this is beautiful. In fact, I have no tattoos. But now that the show's getting picked up, because this is my first TV show that I'm starring in, I'm getting some tattoos that I'm having him draw. Whoa, where you yeah. get where are you getting it, dude? I see Ribs. pointing to your that looks Ribs. painful. I know. And I feel like I'm <laughs> going to do it at the most painful place to get it over with. And now that I'm getting my body in shape, I feel like it would look really cool with like a rib tattoo. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Kind of bleeding into the abs slightly. For mm-hmm. sure. For sure. Yeah. And is it are you going to pick what you want and then tell him to draw it or is he are you just going to be like, "Hey Keith, do your thing." I'm going to say, "Can you draw me, you know, five images that you think are really cool that signify you?" Yeah. Um, and the show, and then I'm gonna go to the tattoo artist, and then I'm gonna just whatever my druthers is for the evening. That's really cool. Yeah, that's gonna be awesome. Yeah. So you, you feel great about the pilot? Oh my god, it's it's great. It's 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 um, the cast is incredible. Mm-hmm. You know, you yeah, got, we were looking. Yeah, Blake Anderson, hilarious, like, hilarious so cast. Yeah, like T- nobody knows T. Murph yet. Like he does stand up, and he's hilarious. He's been writing for a while, though. Right? Yeah, yeah, he's the one that writes for Key and Peele. Yeah, right? we, that's we were like, joke, we man. were like, we don't recognize him, yeah. but then we were looking at what he's written on. We were like, this guy's funny. That's funny. that is no joke, yeah. dude. Like, right? He's definitely dudes. next. So when you when you talk about the the great stand ups, the Kevin Hart's, the Chappelle's, the Seinfeld's, I think I think in thirty years we'll be talking about him as one of those like iconic yeah. stand up comedians. Cool. Does, does he have a special yeah. yet? Yeah, he well, I think he is about to. Do, I know he did one on like a partial special, okay, on Comedy Central, and then, uh, but his special should be coming soon, and and strategically so after this show. So I think after the first season of the show, is when you'll notice like boom, like he's gonna be here. He is, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm yeah. So and glad we got T. Murph is such a cool name. Yeah. Oh yeah, he knows what he's doing. He's mm-hmm. great. Yeah. He's five foot nothing with a massive beard. He's hilarious. Are you trying to grow the beard out to compete with him right now? No, my beard was here first, okay? <laughs> but he just grew his out longer because I have more TV obligations than him, <laughs> motherfucker. And then I made me, they even made me cut my beard lower just so, it, you know, can't have two Negroes with beards on. <laughs> God, <laughs> God forbid. He, he, he can tell the difference, yeah. <laughs> only only so one like, person yeah. out of a crew has facial hair, yeah, obviously. Exactly. Yeah. So I was like, you know what? He's, he's kind of more known for his beard. I'll let him. Yeah, let him have the beard. So yeah. did you have to... How are you at, at doodling? Uh, I'm pretty good at doodling. Yeah. Uh, but when you look at it, you got to look at it from my point of view. 
meaning is it art or is it shit? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But for me, from my point of view, it's art. So I could look at this Seattle Supersonics poster, for example, and I go, that's a shitty, shitty, shitty icon. Mm-hmm. But then to most people, they're going, that's, that's epic. It's art. It's great. Oh, it's all subjective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So me, myself, personally, am I a good doodler? To me, motherfucking Picasso. To me, motherfucking Basquiat. Yeah. But to you, I'm a handicapped man um, drawing with his asshole. Yeah. <laughs> with a leadless pencil. Yeah. Yeah. So, motherfucking Monet. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's I don't great. know. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not from the school of arts. I think if it's good, it's good. If it's not, it's not. You can kind of tell. You can kind of tell. And I think people sometimes blow a lot of smoke up an artist's ass. It's like all, you know, weird propaganda. Yeah. Some of it's just trash. Just say it. Like but none a, of it was... Con- None of the casting was contingent upon you being like, absolutely not uh, a good a, doodler. Oh yeah. no! Yeah. Oh no! No! no. How he ridiculous would that have been? It'd been it'd been strangely ridiculous because you would have had a great doodler, <laughs> terrible actress. Yeah. This guy's yeah. the sickest doodler in the game. <laughs> Where do you find him? Like literally on the street, on street. Santa Monica yeah. Boulevard. <laughs> Just picked him up on the Venice on the Venice, Venice boardwalk. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll bring it back to sports, my man. Last mm-hmm. question: What's your favorite sports memory? Favorite sports memory. I'm going to hit you with a few just because that's the kind of guy I am. Let's go with one of my favorite sports memories is obviously the Cleveland Cavaliers winning the championship. Mm -hmm. I cried during that. And at the time, my girlfriend recorded me. I had to leave. We were watching the TV. We were watching TV on like the big screen in my family room in my house. Mm -hmm. And I was getting so nervous that I had to walk away from the group because I was with a bunch of non-Cav fans, non-believers, right? So then I walked into my room, turned the TV on, and I'm watching the last plays, and I'm watching, I, I watched Kyrie hit the shot in my room, standing up in front of the TV. And I'm like, oh shit, oh shit, I'm freaking out. And then I, I jump up and I go like, I literally go, I put my arms in there, I have this on video, I put my arms in there, and I instantly start crying. And I'm like, holy fuck and I turn around my girlfriend's got the phone up and I'm like holy <laughs> shit because it was such a surreal moment for me not from Cleveland at all I've just been a, I've been even though he won championships in Miami I, it, I'm just such a huge LeBron fan that I thought for my own personal arguments and debates I now I can now win these debates I can now win most of them. We can get closer to winning we can get closer to winning even though for a, LeBron is the greatest player of all time so that so that's the done conversation. Um, and I'm from Chicago, so you know it's saying a lot. Sam, he's better than Michael Jordan. It's saying a lot. But surprisingly enough, one of my other <laughs> best memories is when Jordan hit that shot against the Utah Jazz. Mm-hmm. Th- that one didn't cry, but I was like. Wait, who hit the one when the Cavs won? Well, Kyrie. Yeah. That's great. I'm I mean, just saying. What's your point? Well, his point is that MJ hit the shot, but like Kyrie, LeBron didn't hit the shot, and yet LeBron didn't hit the shot. But LeBron, no, I know that's not him. That's not like that's not not him. But I mean, mean, which one would you rather have? Right? Which one is more significant? I know the Jordan shot is more iconic. Well, no, that's that's more iconic. But what I'm saying is, Kyrie hit a shot, right? LeBron averaged 41 points, Um, a triple double. No, he's he's ridiculous. Without him doing that. There, who cares about the last second? There is no last second shot. You're getting blown out. Just bottom yeah, line. Yeah, yeah. Or you definitely need. I mean, Kyrie. Block. Was, he was. Yeah, the block. Kyrie was stellar. He was stellar. He was so integral in in winning that. But the thing about him. the thing about LeBron is what people do 
if if another player that's on the team does their job, they go, yeah, but if Chris Bosh wouldn't have made, gotten that rebound, I go, you're seven feet tall and you get paid to get rebounds. That's your job. Then Ray Allen wouldn't have hit that shot. You're one of the greatest shooters of all time. This is your job. You that's made your, a shot. That's your role. Your role in the team. Ray yeah. Allen's role in the team. I'm a Celtics fan. Yeah. And he's my favorite player yeah. ever. Not even close. Um, so I wasn't even mad when he went to Miami. Like, normally yeah. I'd be like, yo, Jacoby Ellsbury, Giant Damon, like, yo, mm-hmm. fuck you, fuck you. Like, what yeah. the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. But him, I was like, all right, yo, you did, you, you got me a ship. Like, we, we yeah. cool, you know? Jesus mm-hmm. shuttles, right? Jesus, yeah. Jesus you know? shuttles, right, And his job is to be able to set his feet mm-hmm. and hit that three. He's not paid anymore to get 25 a game. He's paid when they need him to hit a three exactly. to fucking drop that three because you are the all-time leader in three-point field goals. Right. Chris but Bosh is an all-star. Right. And then some reason, that's no, I'm, like a, I, stripe, a strike against LeBron that somebody else did something else. Well, I'm, I'm with you there because Chris Bosh completely underperformed what his actual potential is I think he had doing. zero points that game, Probably. He, he, something and that crazy. Guy, and that guy could have easily scored 25 a game. Yeah. Easily. He was so, Chris Bosh was One so good on Toronto when he was the only guy there. And yeah. even in Miami, dude, he, he had still such watched. a yeah. good yeah. jumper from the elbow. I mean, that's why I've got the yeah. most respect for him. For, like, being able to change his role yeah. just to go get a championship. That's and awesome. then also... To, to, it's in the intro song. And, and to be fair, you know, Michael Jordan, you know, obviously he's a great clutch player and all those things like that. Steve Kerr made a game-winning shot for the Bulls. John Paxson made a game-winning shot for the Bulls. Yeah. We talk about how clutch Kobe is, but we talk about Ron Artest made a game-winning shot. Robert Ory. These are all players on those teams that have won championships for them, but we never use those other players in the argument against them. We always go, Kyrie made the shot, though. Yeah. No, well, well I mean, Pippen, Pippen, people say... Because he yes. didn't win the championships until Pippen got there. Exactly. And the year Michael Jordan left the first time. One of the best time. defenders of all time. Yeah. The Bulls, go, Bulls won 56 games, I think. And then Jordan retires the next season. They win 55 or 54. Yeah. No, they were still great. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah. well, LeBron leaves Cleveland. They go bankrupt. They left the Miami. One. They didn't make the playoffs since. Maybe yeah. one year. It's the one thing well, I'll say I mean, about like Peyton. Chicago, over. and you, you can attest that Chicago's a different city than Cleveland. It's a different city. It is. It's no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. And, and another sports, my last one. Yeah, please. I used to play church basketball. Okay. I remember one year, I averaged forty on uh, forty points a game in a church league. Oh, what? And I, yeah, and it was it was this tournament we Warren, had. How did you lose eleven to one to your your buddy? Uh, What's going on? What's honestly, going on? I just booze, man. Been off that booze, you know. I've been letting go a little bit. You missing bunnies? What, what was going on, Dude, man? man I, okay. I missed a lot of bunnies. First okay. of all. Um, let's not talk about that. That's not, that's not what we're talking I'm about. Just surprised. I'm, I'm surprised. surprised. How old were you in the church? I'm surprised. How old were you in the church league? I was like 13, 14. You're dropping 40 a game. I don't even think my team was dropping 40 yeah. as a team. It bro. was embarrassing for everybody else until one of the churches had like like a high school coach as their coach, and he set up a special defense on me like a box and one yeah it was crazy I, I was like yo i can't score at all and every time i would give up the ball they would my teammates would like throw out of bounds or just miss open layups like i could have had 100 assists that game because i would people were wide open yeah because they were literally fuck a double team they were five teaming me yeah. right and and people are missing shots and that was the first that, that was the first time in my life that i realized oh you have to have some sort of defensive scheme to guard people. I was just so used to being the best player yeah. that I could just shoot, score, shoot, layup, score. Right. I, didn't, I didn't realize organized basketball was that organized once I saw what they did, and that kind of helped me understand 
that I'm not as good as I thought I was once I started playing with these <laughs> other kids. <laughs> Damn, I was like, 40 a game? That's crazy. Yeah, it was nuts. But you guys had, like, defensive skills. You guys had such different, like, basketball childhood. I don't think me being bad at basketball is my fault necessarily to a testament of, like, in Long Island, like, we used to go to the games not to play but to watch our parents fight. <laughs> that, was, that was what the games were, dude. We watched, like, whose dad's going to get kicked out today? Yeah. Whose dad's going to yell at the other dad? Like, that's what, that's what, that's where I would go. That's where a lot of my friends would go. Like, we were all, we were all Jewish. <laughs> like, maybe one of us would, like, not even, it's not like, well, maybe one of us would play college troops. Like, yo, maybe one of us would be six foot. You ever that see that video of that? <laughs> well, I have a buddy, he's Jew- I have uh, one of my best friends, his name is Kyle, he's my writing partner, he's Jewish, and yeah. he only dates women that are like five, nine and up. And his whole idea is, <laughs> I need my kid to be in the NBA. He's like, I just hope we'll have a tall Jewish kid, mm. and then he'll go pro. I'm trying to think of like, I think. I love that. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like, fuck it though. Like, I'm my kid, I'm, I'm like, I think my kid's just going to be a figure skater. Like I, I need something. There's nothing wrong with that, man. Nothing. I, I'm, I'm desperate, that, dude. Bro. MLB not gonna happen. Like nothing, bro. What if your kid grew up to like cure cancer? Yeah, that'd be great. That'd be huge. You sure? Because you sound really disappointed. I would rather him be an <laughs> Olympic like gold medalist. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, you come on, bro. This is a sports podcast, not like a doctor podcast. You know what I'm saying? It, that's, that's true. Doctor podcast. That's true. Doctor pod. Look for me. I want a whole starting lineup. Pod. I want. I want two boys to start, and then I want two girls, and then I want another boy. And I want them all to be so tall. And I want my girls to be the first girls to play professional basketball with men. And that is my legit dream. So, so after your your two boys have already entered the NBA, yeah, they're yeah. good. They're good to go. Like okay. you know, because I'm gonna, you know what I mean. Pave but the way is, for but the who sisters. But who is the is the youngest the best though? No, the young no the youngest would probably be the worst because that by that but by that time but he's I, growing up with them. Who are so much better than him, making him that much better? Possibly, possibly. Yeah. I mean, I, what, if if the two girls go pro, then I don't really give a shit about the little one. To be quite honest with you, because we've already done the unthinkable. runt of the litter kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, like, yeah. do you figure it out? You don't care what you do. We're already first of all, we're so rich. We got four. Yeah. Four, four. And NBA look what the players. NBA players are making nowadays. Yeah. Even if you're like, you, even if, if you're Timothy Mozgov, bro, you're getting a sixty million dollar deal. Right. So we're talking about all that, and because I'm going to be their manager as well, mm-hmm. and I got to take a standard forty seven percent. Okay. Got to take it. Standard. 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 Industry standard forty seven percent. Easily. So that's one hundred eighty eight percent of the total four hundred percent that you're taking from there. Right. Quick mass. Right. Exactly. And they're all going to live at home. So they gotta pay Wait, why rent. is the fifth one there? You need one. You need a kid I'm, to have a fifth problem. I'm getting, I'm getting defensive because I'm I'm a youngest child. Me so too. I, yeah. Me too. Well, you know what? I'll be honest with you. I don't need a whole starting lineup. Okay. I just need four. Yeah. Okay. And then the fifth one could be an actor like me. Could be like, oh, well, I like that. Whatever. The youngest like, like the youngest kid could always do whatever the hell it wants. Yeah. Be spoiled. Drive around in Ferraris and stuff like that. Be a brat. You I mean, your older siblings are all in the NBA. One hundred percent. They're all crushing it. Do drugs. Die at twenty. I don't give a fuck, dog. But it better My be. Other four kids. It better be at twenty-seven, not twenty-six or twenty-eight, though, because then it's not cool. Then it's not cool at all. You gotta be part of twenty-seven club for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, for 100%. sure. Do you have any kids? Not that I know of. Okay. No. All right. So we in the of. same pool. We in the I same pool. Exactly, man. <laughs> My motto was simple: can't get pregnant through the throat. I'm joking. That's so bad. <laughs> Thank God we don't edit this show at all, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I am oh gonna I'm gonna steal that one, but not use it as often as uh, you know rocks. <laughs> kicking rocks. Kicking rocks. <laughs> kicking rocks. <laughs>
<laughs> oh man, oh, those are gosh. some really good. That's some great sports memories, man. Yeah, really good stuff. All right, we'll close it out with a two-minute drill. Toss fire away. Just really easy questions, mm-hmm. quick y- answers. You're allowed you to elaborate, if, but if they're you quick. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You seen Harry Potter? Yes. Oh, thank God, dude. Mm-hmm. I think you're like one of the only guests we've had that have seen it, bro. I've seen all of Five percent of the guests that you have have okay. seen Harry Potter. <sighs> what sorting house are you in? Uh, I'm probably gonna say uh, Slytherin. For sure. Yeah. 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 I don't. I I like you, but like, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 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 This one we already know the answer to. LeBron or MJ? Come on now. Are you stupid? LeBron. He's Team LeBron. Unfortunately. (laughs) Just smart. (laughs) Favorite sports movie. Favorite sports movie. uh, Either um, he got game or I love the air up there. I love with Kevin Bacon. Mm -hmm. I love the air up there. You know what people forget about He Got Game is that Rosario Dawson, isn't it? Yeah, and she gets interestingly... She gets nude. Nude. Yeah. You forget about that. La La. Holy crap. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's one of the most beautiful women I've ever seen in my entire life. Stunning. Stunning. Yeah. And Jesus Shuttles. And Ray Allen. And Ray Allen's in that too. He's in there. Yeah, Rick Fox. And and Rick Fox is in it. And And your buddy buddy (laughs) gets out. Put the ball in your cribs, huh? You're going to respect me. I'm your father. Yeah, I've been to jail, but who gives a fuck? I'm your father. Sucker. (laughs) <laughs> oh, he's done that one before. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you knew that. You practice that in the car. I practice it every day. No. <laughs> um, okay. Are the Lakers winning the ship? They, they are. I'm not sure about this year. Actually, if they were to win, it would have to be this year. Okay. Because I think, I th- I think once so Kawhi too. and Paul George get a year under their belt, they're unstoppable. Do and you think they're going to do it this year? The would Lakers, they be your pick? I, I, the Lakers are my pick this year. Me too. Yeah, Me yeah. Too. I mean, you got to come on now. Demarcus Cousins, you got, I mean, I think Kuzma's going to be a stud. I think Kuzma's going to be great. Mm. Yeah. All right. Go to karaoke song um, uh, Unchained Melody. Oh, my. I'm not going to do it. Why you, hunger, you really go slow, dude. Hunger, <laughs> you want you definitely one of those obnoxious no. karaoke guys too. Like when someone talking, oh, yeah. shut the fuck yeah. up. Everybody <laughs> sit down. No, no <laughs> words at all. Nah, it's just, just, just if like, you can understand what I'm saying. I'm not doing it right. I'm just <laughs> sweet earth tones coming out of my mouth, and that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guilty pleasure TV show. Guilty pleasure. Uh, I uh, is Euphoria considered a guilty Not pleasure? Not at all. That's no, a great that's TV a show. Great, Zendaya awesome is one of the greatest. After I watched that, I was like, Zendaya is the greatest actor ever. She's so good. Meryl Streep, I feel like will. Un- I think Zendaya will unzip her skin, and Meryl Streep will pop out. <laughs> I go. I did. Not, I had no idea how she was gr- that how good. How great is the the like music and editing in that the show? Music. Oh my god, the music has these weird synth chords and these like. Funeral sounds during certain scenes. So cool. I'm like, God, and the way they shoot that show is just perfect. It's the unreal. synth is the best instrument. Yeah, I said it it's last. Unreal. I said it last episode. You know what they do? This is like I think the coolest like editing trick when they have a sweet song in the background. And in case you guys, this is a little bit of a spoiler, but Zendaya is spoiler. not that. She's a dr- she's a drug addict, mm-hmm. and she does a bump of cocaine in the bathroom, and the beat like drops right. When she yeah, does. it's like the coolest thing. Yeah. Ever. I'm not advocating for for drug use, but I'm just saying. But if you will do it, have a beat playing in the background. Right, you better cool, you better cool song. you better hit it when the beat comes. You got to do it when the beat drops. Yeah. Do not fuck this up. Pass right? it drop when the beat drops. <laughs> yeah. All right, favorite WWE superstar. Bret the Hitman Hart. 
Not even Josh a I love him, yeah. yeah. He's great. Not even a question. Yeah, I, I put so many people in the sharpshooter. Come on now. Dude, you I'm a you like the W you watch it growing up a little bit? I was obsessed with it. I was I obsessed with it. It was WWF. I knew it. This is this is a new question we've added to two minute drill. Oh yeah. Because I'm obsessed, a closet fan. Not really like a fake closet fan. I'm not anymore, but you know. You see not, Randy Orton's wife RKO'd him? What? Really? Yeah. Yeah, it Isn't was cool? so hot. I didn't see that. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with you two? <laughs> <laughs> hey, you do you what, score, what you scored it fifteen minutes into the meeting me to this did, episode. I yeah, did. yeah. We you I had did. to change your pants. Well, that's because you sang, bro. I know, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Randy Orton. He doesn't he doesn't do well, it. Well you for just me. you just sang, dude. Thank God I wore two underwears today. Now the millions of people listening will squirt. Yeah. Good. Hopefully. Hopefully. The gap's about to do well. Everyone's gotta get new pants. Oh, I'm a more Morris and I still love the gap. My right, favorite restaurant in LA. My favorite restaurant in LA. Ooh, it used to be this restaurant called Tropicalia, okay, um, which is on Hillhurst and like Silver Lake or those few, those one of those places. Uh, but I haven't been there in a while because I kind of moved deep into the valley. So my favorite restaurant now and forever, even though I haven't been there in a while, is and it's not just my favorite restaurant in LA. It's my favorite restaurant in the Ever. world. It's TGI Fridays. Yeah, it's the best. Exclusively in LA. Yeah. One, I was one like, I was like, Hills. is there, a, is, there a part- is it the one in Woodland Hills? Woodland is that Hills. one? Do they do it different? No, they don't do it different, but they just do it right. They do it yeah. the TGI Fridays way. You like chilies? I like chilies, but you, you like Cheesecake Factory? I do, but their menu is so big. It's too big. It's too big. It's, too it's like, what do I want to eat? You know what? You know what? I, like the knock I have on um, Cheesecake Factory is like, don't pretend to be something that you're not. Okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, with you, the calorie thing? And you, Get that the and you fuck are, off the menu. You essentially, you essentially are TGI Fridays. You not are. as good, yeah. but you're trying to be, you're trying to be Maggiano's. Don't, yeah, and you're not. But you're not. You're not. So Just because your plate's hot doesn't right. mean, you know what I mean? Like, it was a hot plate. Yeah, okay. Don't you script on your menu. Yeah. Just give it to oh, me straight. Just, and so much, so many options, dude. Dude, it's it's, like, every dude. time I go there, it takes me maybe 25 minutes to make a decision I just on what I want to drink. I just have a standard. <laughs> I go in. I don't even open the menu anymore. Yeah. I just know what I want there, and that's it. Because I don't want to like. What is it? Orange chicken? No, 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 no. I get like the buffalo chicken like sliders yeah. and like the Thai lettuce wraps mm. inside of fry. I used to be mm. a fat kid, so I get, a, I get a lot, yeah, dude. Yeah. That was like my it. thing as like a kid. Gotta do I would it. skip school and go there. You would skip school just to go eat. You were a fat kid. Oh, yeah. My mom, I would text my mom, like, hey, uh, I don't need to go to French class. Like, can you can you come get me and let's go get lunch? Jesus. Yeah, bro. It's parenting. Yeah, I know, right? One's breaking my foot. The other one's like, the other one's injecting me with eat, like, eat, eat, eat. Yes, yeah. She was yeah. enabling you. Enabling me. It, so, it was so weird when she tried to put me in like a turkey one thing. <laughs> Prep me to be the stuffing. All right. Who wins in a fight? Mm-hmm. Mike Tyson. Max Greenfield. Or Jake Johnson, and it's a it's a since you're a WWE fan, it's a stipulation is tables, ladders, and chairs. I don't know oh. if it changes things. It, it here's the thing: Jake is aggressive and scrappy, but Max is just faster and stronger. Max is like in shape. Max is like he trains like a military dude, He's really CrossFit and all this shit. Yeah, I'd say Max because Max would outlast Jake. At some point, Jake will say timeout, and then Max will go, "That doesn't count," and they hit him with a chair. You know, yeah. what's, you know what's funny is I was rewatching. New Girl, and I was rewatching season mm-hmm. one, and there's a scene mm-hmm. where you've gotten back from Latvia, mm-hmm. and you're running, and Max is running with you. Yes. And you blow past him, and he like is so out of breath, mm-hmm. and he can't. Is that That's far from the real? So far from real it's life? One thousand percent opposite. Wildly inaccurate. Max is uh, he? We'd have a six a.m. call time, and he's already trained for an hour and a half. And I'm like, when did you wake up? Is it like four o'clock? Wake up at four. I go work out, then I shower, then I come here. Sometimes I just won't shower. I just come here and shower in my trailer. Like, what is wrong with you, dude? <laughs> He's like, it makes me feel good before I shoot. 
It's unheard of. Wow. You're mm-hmm. rolling in LeBron's sunglasses on. No pants, no shirt, nothing. Just dress me. God damn, that's not my uh, job. Why I got to do all the clothes wearing? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm just going to change them anyway. Uh, here's the thing. I, I, I leave my house. I go straight to the garage so no one can see me. I'll go right into my car. No one can see me. I pull up next to my trailer. I hop out, look around. I go in my trailer. No one can see me. I get in my trailer. Costume, wardrobe, put the clothes on. Finally, someone sees me. So I technically never have to wear anything. Ever at any point. And honestly, you could just be in boxers or mm-hmm. nothing at all. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what car, what kind of car you drive. Uh, I-8. BMW. Okay. So like, I'm sure the air power is good in that one. Pretty and, pretty good. So you get an easy breezy cover girl. Oh, 100%. Beautiful cover girl. seats. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Nice, man. So yeah. Good. Good, good move for you. Good breezy butthole. <laughs> uh, next one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, one, <laughs> one celebrity that you would pick to be your presidential candidate. Who would it be? Uh, Donald Trump. No, um, my own celebrity that I would pick to be my presidential candidate. Uh, I'd probably say doesn't have to be someone you think will actually be the best president, because clearly, um, that doesn't matter. That's true. I would say I would say Kanye, because I think it'd be hilarious. Yeah, okay, that would be really funny. Who's, this who's his running mate? His running mate would have to be Kim, his wife, Kim Kardashian. <laughs> oh, I thought I, you said Kid Cudi. No, not Kid Cudi. It'd be too sad. Yeah, he have these moments of like guys I, I sold the country <laughs> but don't worry I'm gonna get it back I'm just going through something right now <laughs> I love Kid Kai, but he is always kind of going through something he's always going through something man which is normal but he's it's, it's like alright man all right, like you're so good bro. give us a solid month yeah like just like be uh, give us some hits yeah <laughs> Kim and Kanye though that's a that's a dynamic duo that's a dynamic duo right sure. there man she'd be the hottest VP ever oh my gosh and then I and then you'd hope this is gonna sound so bad that Kanye gets like whacked not killed but like let's say he gets like a severe case of like diarrhea like forever and then he can't fulfill his duties as president mm-hmm. and then she's vice president so now right. she Gets to run the that would country. for sure be the first time where the vice president was also the first lady. Yeah, exactly. Which wow. would be cool. Which would be cool. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so I would def- you, would, I would you def- were definitely thinking of that when you when no. you said that. No, no, dude, I was not thinking of that either. No. That's a mind blower. No. Two and one. Yeah. Is the House of Cards reference? No, oh. no, I didn't. I stopped watching after the first season. Oh, you're a dummy. You like it? Epic show. Really? Epic show. What's your favorite TV show in general? Now I I have to ask that. Uh, my favorite TV show of all time, or just in general? Like all time, yeah. all time. It's it's ugh, it's tough, man. In comedy, I'd probably say Martin. Um, overall, it's it's a toss up between Breaking Bad. Mm. Uh, I I used to be obsessed with Heroes. Yeah, like wow. obsessed. Yeah. Have you heroes. seen The Boys yet on Amazon? Not yet. Everybody keeps telling me I gotta, you gotta watch it. it. It's Bro, great. It's mm. great. we crushed it in like two days. Really? Yeah. Da- I'm Dennis, not even a big Dennis like, Quaid's yeah. son. Huey. Oh, yeah. Huey is the character name, but he, yeah. he balls he, out. He's great. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. he's good. Oh, man. Man. Yeah. I'd say Carl Urban is awesome. He's awesome. Well, I'm, I'm sure the whole. I'm sure, I mean, you want me to keep listing every single person? Aaron Moriarty, she's fantastic. You don't have to do that. At I can. I'll be honest you, with you, man. You don't even really have to. Do I mean, if you anymore. want me to, I would. Yeah, I, it's like not even a big deal. You don't even have to. He's got IMD Pro. Laz Alonzo, yeah. you know him? I actually know him personally. He cr- he crushes yeah. it. He crushes yeah. it. And Jesse T. Usher, he's on the show too. He is. Jesse T. is on and the show. Those are homies. Those yeah. are homies. Yeah. I just haven't seen it yet, so I apologize. But to be fair, they probably haven't seen New Girl, so fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And that has seven seasons, not one. Yeah, seven. Yeah. No, they saw it. And they didn't expect to like it, but they were watching with their girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it was actually pretty good. Yeah, fuck. And then he, ca- yeah, he called Jesse T. She's like, fuck, yeah, watch it with your girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, come on. All right, last one. Mm-hmm. Project you're most proud of? 
project I'm most proud of. Um, it's it's it, even I would you would think I would say New Girl because I I kind of am. However, um, I did a a video with some friends. Uh, my buddy Dominic Blackwell Cooper and Kyle Chevron uh, wrote it, um, and then they let me improvise a lot. And uh, LeBron's company uninterrupted bought it and paid for it. Paid for us to shoot it. Uh, called the crossover, the, the tale of Larry Moses Bryant, and it's a it's a, a eight minute short that I did, where I play a guy who's reliving the last twenty years of his life of the time when he was fourteen, when he crossed over LeBron James at a small park in Akron, and no one in the neighborhood believes him, and he's shooting a documentary on it, and he's it's weird, he's a trash man who's like, I'm the king, I'm the king slayer, that's what everybody around here knows me as, the king slayer. And so it, Maverick Carter's in it. We got Brian Windhorst in it. And they love it. In fact, they're talking about shooting a movie out of it. <laughs> I'm most proud of that because we created something. You know what I mean? Yeah. That, that I I feel like is my idea of what funny is. Right. Yeah. So when people, no matter what you watch, it, it's if, if you see me in a movie or a TV show, somebody else created that. Unless I created it, then... You know that's not my idea of funny. Right. Like mm-hmm. it's funny. New girl is funny to me. It's one of it's like I'm so grateful for it. But my idea of funny is it's <laughs> like weird, dumb, like very tormented people. Like if you watch Doctor Stephen Brule, like he's so weird. Yeah. That's my idea of funny. Like, oh no, I have and a six and, and ties right into your like some of your near and dear interests. Right, it's basketball and, and basketball and LeBron, and LeBron James. Exactly. Yeah. So I got to do that. You know what I mean? That's Which super is cool. great. So That's what awesome. about um, what about uh, I watched. I think it was in 2013. You did this Mayweather versus uh, versus Tebow. Oh yeah, that was hilarious, yeah, yeah, yeah. dude. Mayweather's dad yeah. is epic, bro. <laughs> that guy is ridiculous. Those, is, oh well, my god, that man is ridiculous. 100 percent ridiculous. Crazy person. My favorite thing to do is just create what feels like uh, iPhone shit with your friends just fucking yeah, around, yeah. but yeah. someone's actually putting money behind it. <laughs> yeah. and, you got, and you get the final product. It's funny. It's funny to me. That was one of those weird things that when I first got a new girl, Google was like, here's some money, make make some content. And we just thought, what are we going to make? And, <laughs> I don't know. Let's just fuck around and be like, pretend to be the Mayweathers. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'd probably say, you know, anything I've created, like the Larry Moses Bryant is probably, I'm most proud of that. Very cool. Yeah, that's Very a great cool. answer. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I thought you would say New Girl or Woke, but I'm glad. Well, we haven't finished Woke yet. Yeah. I, w- I guarantee you Woke will be. My my knock on wood will be my most proud because it's it's challenging work. Well, mm-hmm. I'm not the comedic relief. I'm, I'm the center of the I'm yeah. the center of the universe. We have all these brilliant comic people around. You know what I mean? That, mm-hmm. that really hold up the comedy of the show. And I'm really, like, excited about playing straight man. Hey, you know? you're not just straight man. You're leading man. Thank you for saying that. Of course, man. buddy. Of Thank course. you for saying that. Of course. Straight man, leading man, bearded man. <laughs> you said it right, brother. Yeah. Bearded <laughs> man. You said it right, brother. Yeah. And on that little switching out to Randy Macho Man, Savage Lamorne. <laughs> Thank you so much, dude. Honestly, an amazing Thank time, brother. We really, pre- yeah, we really appreciate you joining the show. And to all the fans out there, if you didn't know, now you know. Drag both feet inbound, swing on a full count, rip that puck, hit that putt, hit your PKs because they're free, throw that nasty right hook because we're crazy, and hit your free throws. Why, guys? Am I supposed to say? Cause they free. We out ya. We love ya. <laughs> Let's go, Let's
There's the pass to Leitner. Puts it up. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.